new day, a new episode of Racing with Jesse Rosinski. Title might say Auto Club 2022 weekend, but we go far beyond NASCAR. We also throw in the AMS Oil Championship Snowcross, talk about AMA Supercross from AT&T Stadium, and we cover the Firestone GP of St. Petersburg for the NTT IndyCar Series, give you all the highlights and my feelings on it all. I give you the channels to catch some of this stuff because I'd never thought to ever look at some of these channels, like let alone for racing. So lots of good information, lots of good stuff, and a whole lot to cover. So this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski, and it starts right now. Back to racing with Jesse Rosinski. Hopefully you guys had a good week. Hopefully you got to catch all the racing that happened last weekend. Cause I have to say there was, there was a lot of it. There's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good, you know, racing going on over the week. I mean, there's a lot of good racing from a lot of different series and you know, I mean, what else can you ask for? I mean, you know, good racing across the board, across multiple, you know, different types of racing different temperatures, different you know, tires, like just different everything. Like there was a lot of variety across the board this past weekend. I will say that. I will say that I, again, got to see another new series, which, you know, doesn't like finding, you know, new racing series to watch. I always think that's a really good thing to be able to do. And again, there were some that, you know, we all know were there and I don't understand why. Some of them are running on like CNBC and stuff. Like I forgot CNBC was even really a thing. Like, and there's the last thing I'm looking, thinking to look for for you know racing. So yeah, that one caught me off guard. But regardless, there's a lot of good stuff across the whole entire weekend between dirt, asphalt, and snow. Yes, snow. You heard that correctly. So that's really really cool, and that was really good. I was very happy to see so much different racing and all you really got to do is just you know take a little look there's some good stuff on on the weekend and all the time really but i mean look at this what two straight weeks although what in the world are you because i didn't even like as well as i knew that they did it i just never actually saw it on tv to know that they were doing it and it was really cool so again look into your things go into the other racing category in your you know, guide, whatever, you know, you have, depending on what platform you have TV through. I know Hulu's live TV, you know, little thing, go to live down over race, you know, racing. Huh? Um, you can search through it. Like it's really, really easy. You can do it on everything and you will get surprised by a lot of really cool stuff. So that being said, let's move on. Two, the Production Alliance Group 300 for the Xfinity Series at Auto Club Speedway. Uh, again, we all heard me talking with Chuck, and well, without him, about how I feel about Auto Club Speedway. Um, again, it's really good racing. The first little bit, like restarts when they're bunched up together, like it's really good. They're going all over the place. People are making crazy moves, like it's good normally. And we saw some of it over the weekend. It gets all single file and boring. And, you know, it's nothing against, it's just the way it is. Like, it's nothing against them. 
meant against them at all. I actually really like appreciate the racing there when they're doing restarts and everything though. Like those first couple laps after a caution and stuff, like they're all fanned up again, four or five wide. Like that's good racing. People going all over the place, making big, crazy moves, to try to get a bunch of people at once. Like it's really good. And there's a lot of grooves. It's just, we saw it with them on three, four laps. I mean, they could be spread out single file really fast. And not, I mean, who likes watching that? I mean, it's no offense to them. It's nothing that they did their own. Just who likes watching it? Um, but they did have a lot of good racing this past weekend. So I will say overall, like it wasn't that bad, but again, so many tires going out and everything that, you know, kept everyone bunched up for the most part, which kept all that stuff exciting. But as I was saying, the production lines 300, I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, a few takeaways. I was one, you know, curious just because it was calling because we normally don't see them have these kind of problems with Landon Castle's car going up in flames. It's like, was that a car thing? I mean, did they really just forget to, you know, tighten that down to have everything go bursting up there, um, bursting in flames? Again, it's not a real colic thing to do, but I mean, these things happen. So it could have been, you know, just something that stupid was a shame because Landon Castle's been, you know, racing a long time. Uh, you don't hear, I mean, you hear the name all the time, but when do you actually see it in equipment? that can run good like that's the big one for this when it's not very often that he runs in anything competitive so i'm excited for him to get the opportunity um we'll finally see like just what he can do because those college cars are good i don't care what anyone says like they're good they've come very far in the amount of time they've been there and i i can't complain about it like i thought they did you know, they've made leaps and bounds. Now they're in the Cup Series as well. Like, they're doing good. And them doing good, you know, and giving, you know, got them to go to the Cup Series, which then moved drivers there, which then gave other people opportunities. And someone like Landon, again, who's been driving, no offense to those teams, but it's not competitive. It wasn't going to be a winning car like to him. To have that opportunity, I think, is going to be really good. And we'll really see what he's made of now that he has the opportunity. I mean, he's got to take as much advantage of it as he can. But everyone knows the cars he's driven, like it just hasn't been there. So I'm really excited to see what happens um, from that. Uh, and the other thing about, you know, the race, it happens at Auto Club all the time, but it was, you know, the tire problems. Like everyone having tire problems. And this was across the board all weekend. In both series that race there at Auto Club, you know, between the surface, all the bumps on the back straightaway that they said they ground down, I'd like to know where because they were still slamming all over the place the whole time. But I'd like to see them do something and just the low, you know, pressures that they run in the tires, regardless of what, you know, the recommended lowest is by Goodyear. You know that they're running it, you know, as close to the limit if not lower as they can with it. And while all those tire problems led to a lot of cautions, which led to a lot of good racing because everyone's all bunched up, you know, like happened a million times. And, you know, Crystal, who yeah, hasn't watched a full race at Auto Club, I'm sure, in forever, but she, you know, was talking to me about it while it was on. And that was the cup race, but it happens all the time there. Like, that's their thing there. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't want to see NASCAR go and say, you have to do this. Certain air pressure. 
I like them doing their own little thing, you know? I think that's good. It's just, that causes all of those problems. But on a positive note from all those problems, again, not a lot of time for people to be single file, lots of, you know, good, good, good racing because of that. And then people going this wide, that wide, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And it was really good. You know, made the race really good. Uh, and again, we got that late caution, just, you know, short time to go there, which gave us a great shootout. Uh, Brandon Jones hitting those barrels and blowing them to hell. Thank God he caught it where he did and not, you know, like right in the door when he hit the barrels at the end of pit road and blew sand everywhere. Like that's good. Cause yeah, you know, fast he hit him, how much they blew apart. Like that could have been completely different if he caught it somewhere else. So I'm really excited to see that. And the car held up well and the barrels did their job. It's just, thank God he hit it where he did as well. If that was right in the door, who knows what could have, you know, happened with that. You know, all it takes is just one time, but yeah, the car did its job. It held up the barrels, did their job. It was just a hell of a hit. And Cole Custer comes out of it on top, but that was a hell of a run there. Yeah, like at the end there, like that was really good. Those last couple laps, just like in the Cup Series. Cup Series had a really good last couple laps too. And, you know, Cole Custer dominated. He really did. I mean, you can't argue that fact. How many laps he led, I mean, the pole. He looked really good, but there was a lot of, you know, good young guys up there getting opportunities and doing stuff. And that's really what it's all about. I get those guys opportunities. Uh, Algar looked good. Noah Gregson, still Noah Gregson. Uh, look at Josh Berry. He looked good. Sam Mayer, he looked good. You know, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff there. AJ Allmendinger, still AJ Allmendinger. Like there's lots of guys getting lots of opportunities that I think are going to be really big players this year. Now that again, look, look who ran the sport for the longest time. I mean, we had Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick. I mean, they were last couple of years there, just going, going, going. And you know, then Daniel Hamrick beat out Cindric last year. I mean, Cindric can get as mad as he wants, but there's a guy trying to get his first win, which would have given, which also equated to his first championship at the same time he got his first win. Like, he was going to do what he had to do to win that race. And him over there in different equipment now, like switching teams. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. If you never get to watch any of the Xfinity races, like, I'd say try to catch, you know, catch them when you can. Like, they got some really racy young guys down there. And then everyone's like, well, I don't know who any of these people are anymore. Well, if you watch the, you know, lower series believe it or not when they get called up you'll know who they are if you actually turn it on and give them the time of day like that's all you gotta do you know i don't expect everyone to watch all of them but you know you could learn about some of these guys and know who they are and where they come from so when they get to the cup series you're familiar with them that's all you gotta do and you know again really good racing a lot of the time and the extended series runs on you know, different tracks that the cup doesn't touch cup series so does the trucks so you get a lot of different varieties of racing and race tracks and you get to see the young faces and all the good racing and i just think it's really cool so you know that's just me saying it you know it's just my opinion which well we all know how much it matters but like it's really really good and i highly recommend like watch some many races watch some trucks races you know there's lots of good stuff out there and they, again they run on a variety of different things that the cup series doesn't so you get to see extra you know short tracks intermediates road courses like you can see all that stuff so yeah they'll get to it they're coming to it like and there's a lot of good stuff which moves me on to something that i never saw and didn't even know it was a thing but these guys ams oil championship 
Snowcross. It was round three from Duluth, Iowa. It was the first time I ever got, you know, to catch it. Like, I didn't even, like, again, that was the one that I said. I knew it was always a thing, but I never catched it on TV. Like, you just don't expect to see it on TV. Uh, and it was really good. I mean, you could tell it wasn't live, but, I mean, that race was good. And they had the snowmobiles out, and they had the snow bikes. And, like, just seeing everyone hitting the different grooves and doing all that stuff. I mean, I don't have a lot on it, but I didn't. Yeah, it was my first. I was just enthralled in watching it, trying to figure out everything and what was going on. It was really, really good. I don't care what you say, watching people on snowmobiles and snow bikes racing through all that. Like, that was really cool. Um, and it was on, you know, the CBS Sports Network of all places, which, again, like, I mean, I know it's a thing, but I never see you know, anything on it. Normally, it's just a bunch of stuff that I don't want to watch. But, you know, obviously, that's where the contract is. So that's really cool. And again, like so far, I mean, CBS Sports, who thought I was going to say the CBS Sports Network? Anyone that knows me who actually thought I was going to say anything good about them. It was good racing. And you know, I hope to catch it again now that I'm more, you know, now that I've caught it once so I could be better at understanding all of it and doing all that. But yeah, really, I mean, it was just good racing. Everyone getting, you know. You see the different runs, different lines going through stuff, just like when you're watching people in Supercross race, like all the different ruts and everything. Like, it was just really cool to be able to see, and it was on the CBS Sports Network, which, again, I didn't expect. It's something I don't watch. Nothing against them, but most of the time when I see anything on it, it's like college basketball, and it, I like college basketball, but, you know, like, I watch some of it, like, but it's not enough to get me to turn on the CBS Sports Network ever, so really good stuff though and again highly recommend if you get a chance watch it because it was actually really good racing moves me on as i just mentioned yeah monster energy ama supercross they were live for round eight at at&t stadium in arlington texas the triple crown night and both 250s and 450s each of them had three races person with the least amount of points wins and that one was on cnbc and again I actually remember that CNBC is a thing. Like, I didn't remember CNBC was a thing. I had, like, the CNBC, like, really? Like, you know it's a thing, but when was the last time anyone actually had it on? And that's where it was, and that was really, really... Um, again, if I didn't go to racing and saw that going, I was like, huh, I would have never even I looked to expect any kind of cool racing or anything on CNBC. So that was really, that was, the, you know good thing there and now i'm saying it out loud here so if you listen you never did at least you know where to look for supercross I mean, i've seen them on a few things but cnbc did not see that one coming but really good like there was a few good races there was you know some that were just where the winner stank the joint out but the racing behind him was good and 250 race one. I love when they do 12 minutes plus one lap. I think it just go. Yeah, however many laps you get in. Um, great racing between the top five during the first half of the race. Uh, Forkner ended up winning that one with his teammate McAdoo coming in second in the first 250 race. And, you know, it was actually, you know, good racing there. So I can't complain. 450 race one, 12 minutes plus, you know, one lap. Top two stayed close the whole time, uh, whether it was, you know, Anderson and Stewart or, 
you know, the guys that ended up winning because Stewart and Anderson go down together. Anderson took out Stewart, uh, and Stewart didn't look right the rest of the night, especially the second race. But after they went down, Webb took, you know, made a late, la- late pass on Barsha to get the win, and those two are really, like, racing, racing, getting at it. So that was really, really cool to see. And before that, like, Stewart and Anderson, they were, they were kind of in their own little, you know, world. In their own race. Um, once they went down, they knew that that race was done. But them getting into each other, and they led to good racing. Like when they were done, we got good racing right afterwards. The next two guys, so it was really good to see that, and it was good to see everyone like in it, in it, getting each other, trying to get yeah, catch a break, pass someone when they could. Like it was just. If you haven't ever watched it, I, I mean, I recommend it. Obviously, I wouldn't be talking about it or watching it if it wasn't good. But like it was. It's really good stuff, and it's exciting. And somewhere as big as AT&T Stadium down there where the Cowboys play, we all know how big it is. WrestleMania is about to be there. Like, but we all know the size of it, and the track they built there was great. Like, I liked the track. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I'd love to be there, like, to see it. It's good racing, though. Then again, 250 race, two, 12-minute plus a lap. Not as good as the first race for the 250s. Lawrence won that one, like, easy, easy. Like, that's all there is to say about it. 450 race two, you know, again, we're doing 12 minutes plus a lap. Good race for second between Anderson and Tomac. Right, Anderson was right up there again, race two. Stewart was pretty much like nowhere to be seen in that race. I don't know if something happened to the bike or what, but, you know, he just didn't look himself and he barely heard his name. Anderson ended up getting the win in it all after Tomac. But, like, again, that was really good racing too. 250 race three 10 minutes plus a lap top three were all over each other until you know a wreck happened put McAdoo out front all by himself lots of good racing behind him with everyone trying to get you know as many spots as they could you know to try to get the overall because it was the last race but it was really good Cameron McAdoo wins easily and again it was it was really really just good I mean, it was entertaining to see all the racing that was happening because guys were out there and they were they were racing, racing. And how often do you get to see people racing, racing? Like they were getting it, getting it, getting it the whole time. Just like 450 race, 313 minutes plus like two laps. It was all Anderson and Tomac the entire race. Um, Anderson got around Tomac, even though right there, Tomac already had it. Regardless of if he won that race or, or finished second, he was still winning overall and getting the event. And I mean, he made Anderson earn it. And then after Anderson got by him, he stayed right on him the whole time and made him earn it. And, you know, that's one of those you have to appreciate, you know, the competitiveness and everything and I'm, like that it takes to know that no matter what, like you've got the overall and you're still right up there, just grinding on the guy, making him really, really work to earn it. And I love stuff like that. I mean, make, watching good racing where people actually have to earn it is fantastic. You know, who wants to watch? I mean, is it nice to see the guys that just dominate and run away with it? Yeah, it's good to see those. No matter what series it is, you know, see someone get a dominating performance. And if everyone else is racing, it's really good. How often do you get to see that guy that doesn't even need to do anything and actually be right up there just getting on everybody as much as they can? Like, I don't see it very often. Like, So I appreciate all of that. And, you know, you can tell he still wanted to win. 
Like he was going to stay right there and make Anderson earn that and hope that he, you know, caused him to slip up or, you know, make a mistake. So he could have stole the win. Like I appreciate that kind of stuff. And it was overall really good. Definitely good racing. Again, the one race was kind of a stinker, but after the wrecks, but other than that, yeah, there was really good racing all across the board. And again, beautiful track that they put together there in AT&T Stadium. It was beautiful, beautiful thing. I know they got Daytona coming up. Like, I think Ricky Carmichael himself actually designed the track they're running there. Memory serves, at least I think it was Daytona, but it's coming. And make sure you guys can find it and check it out again. This was on CNBC. Not a channel you expect, you know, or at least I don't expect to see racing on, but put on a hell of a race. And, you know, that's all that you want to see. And if you've never watched it, I mean, watch it. You never know. You could really like it. You might hate it. Or you have it like you could have a friend or a loved one, child, anyone that could be like, ooh, and really get in. And that could be something you could bond over. Like, you know, just turn it on, give it a shot because it's good stuff, really good stuff, which moves us to these guys, the NTT IndyCar Series. Beautiful logo they put together there for the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, Florida. Just in case anyone's confused by that, but another good race. Uh, you know, Colton Herta, I expect to see him, especially. I mean, he's good on the street courses, and look how good he was. I mean, in Nashville last year at the first race there until he wrecked himself out. Uh, he's really good on these things. Will Power was up there, you know, throughout you know, who's surprised by that. Uh, see. Everything is going perfectly fine. Then a telemarketer tries to call and ruins everything. Thank you, telemarketer. But, you know, after cautions, I mean, Scott Dixon, obviously, is, uh, you know, he's always up there. Again, Scott Dixon, Will Power, Colton Herta. Like, lots of stuff that you would, the guys you expect to be up front, really. Uh, and Jimmy Johnson, I mean, he looked good. You can definitely tell he's still learning, but he put on some really good laps there when he had to. Um, you can tell that he was holding people up in a bunch of the stuff there, which, yeah. Again, most of these guys have been doing stuff like this for forever. They didn't come over from driving stock cars for that long in NASCAR. So it is a really big jump to go from one to the other. So I do give them lots of credit to even have, you know, the cojones to go and do it. But you can tell he was still holding, like, at one point, there was a giant gap between him and the guy in front of him, and there was just a mob behind him. So you could tell he was holding people up, but he did look really good at times. He said it was the most comfortable he's been in one of those cars. Um, and he made the racing great at the end there. I mean, he really did, because you know, Scott McLaughlin hold, you know, had the big old, you know, decent-sized lead over Alex Pillow, who happens to be Jimmy Johnson's teammate. And Jimmy, he did everything in his power to hold up McLaughlin so that Polo, you know, his teammate Polo, Polo, yeah, Alex Polo, make sure he could get up there and at least be there for the win. And he was there, but couldn't get it. McLaughlin just looked way too good um, and good for him too. You know, new team, fresh start, all that stuff. You know, he was really, really, I mean, he looked beautiful all day and good racing, like a track that's hard to pass. And there's not you know, that many zones to pass. You saw people pulling out, trying to, and they couldn't like, so, you know, just to get that done, I love street courses, you know, 
I really don't like if I could, I'd go to the one in Nashville this year just to see it. Cause I totally like just there's something about it. I don't know about you guys. They're talking about NASCAR possibly going on street courses, like whatever. I'm okay with that. I suppose, you know, at least see what happens, but I love street courses, whether it's, you know, no matter who's driving them, what series it is. And again, like the one in Nashville last year was really cool. The first time they ever did it there. So that was really exciting. And I thoroughly enjoy any of like I like the IndyCar series. Uh, wait to see what they do on ovals. You know, when they start, you know, they're coming. And Jimmy is finally running the whole schedule, which means he'll be running the ovals this year to see how he responds. But the speed and everything that they get on those ovals is just ridiculous and great racing. And again, JJ, Jimmy Johnson was only a person one lap down. So got to give him credit for that. I mean, again, literally just starting his second season, like ever driving any of these. So that's like really, really cool to see him being the only one. There were people that were one three laps down. There's people out like, so I was excited to see that. And again, the racing there at the end between McLaughlin and Pelot, you know, it was great. I mean, there's no other way to put it. If you didn't I mean, try to find some highlights. So, I mean, they were getting it. Those cars are amazing. And I was really, really stoked about all of it. So you get a chance, please make sure you watch it or at least give it a time of day. Any of the racing, if you get a chance to on a Sunday or any day, especially when they're on the street courses. So there's a something I don't know. There's something special about them to me for my sake when it comes to those street courses. I don't know if it's just, it's cool, man. It's exciting, you know, to see what they do to those you know, cities, the streets to make the race you know, track there and to get everything up and all that, like that takes a lot of work and that's really, really cool. and takes a lot of cooperation between a lot of different people to get all that going. So, you know, that's probably the biggest thing is just how cool it is and to think of everything they did to make that even possible. Like that's super exciting stuff to me. Um, I'm looking forward to the season. Hopefully you guys like are too, or if you never watch it, hopefully this at least makes you turn one on, but check out those street courses. Like, and they're running those, yeah, that's just cool. Those things are like little rocket ships, though, that they're driving. Like, those Indy cars are cool. It's like F1. And, you know, check it out. It's really cool stuff. And I thoroughly enjoy it. And, you know, that's really what you need out of racing, right? You watch it to enjoy it. Why not, you know, enjoy it, enjoy it. It's the whole point behind everything. And there's lots of good racing and all kinds of different, you know, series. If you watch them all, if you catch them all, if you get the chance to, and that's all you got to do. Again, check it out because weird channels that some of the stuff's on, which gets us to this place again. Beautiful scenery, at least, at Auto Club. Yeah, these guys running there, good old Cup Series, and the Wise Power Four Hundred. Like I thought it was actually uh, a good race. Again, like I said earlier, we all know how I feel about it. There was a lot of. Uh, cautions and tires and stuff like usual which you know does help you know when you're not so woohoo and enthused about it like that does help and they keep everyone bunched up they did get single file every you know there's a few times where they were doing that people were still you know picking people off here and there but it wasn't you know like all over the place good stuff um it was good i enjoyed kenseth on commentary i thought that was really good and it's yeah his sense of humor got to, you know, come out and be shown, which, you know, something that people didn't really think about him. 
yeah, while he was driving, it was good for him to get to show that side. Uh, bummed he had to shave the beard, but you know, these things happen. Uh, I always like, even if no matter how I or anyone feels about Kyle Bush, there's just something about that interstate battery scheme that just makes me smile every time I see it. You know, from think about it all the way back with what Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte went in the title with it. I mean, like, it's just really, really cool. Anytime I get to see that, you know, even people that don't like Kyle Bush, they probably should, you know, be able to agree with me on that. It's just a cool looking car, brings you back to a day. And I thoroughly enjoy seeing it. Now, the racing, the racing, there was a lot of good stuff. Uh, Tyler Reddick, High Wide and Handsome, yeah, shocker. Who didn't see that coming? I mean, everyone should have saw that coming. It's a shame how it ended for him, you know, because he was out there just killing it. And that probably, I mean, that was his race until that happened. Sad, but yeah, he showed what he could do there. Um, and Childress cars look really good so far this year. So that's a good thing you know, get more teams that are competitive all the time. So hopefully that's not just, you know, a thing. It happens all the time. Hopefully uh, Kyle Busch having cooling issues, uh, pushing water like an SOB out of his, you know, car. You know, they had to bring him down, chase spins. And, you know, he get down a lap then because of all that. And there was a lot of guys that were spinning all weekend, like even in qualifying, like Chase, we saw Harvick's wreck. I mean, like, Thankfully, with the you know, cars, they were able to actually fix you know, that primary car for Harvick and get it back out on the track, which is just astronomical. And that's to save people so much money when they could just do that. Because, I mean, thank before that happened, no one even thought, can we fix this? Went straight to the uh, backup car. So that was a good thing to see regardless of all. But there was a lot of spins from a lot of good people all weekend long. You know, again, new car. They haven't raced there in forever. You know, there's a lot of things went into that and people just going as hard as they could, but it also happens. I mean, it's just the ones in qualifying were the ones that really got me. You saw people wrecking in practice before there and like all that, but they'll spin down on qualifying laps. Like that was just, you could tell they were giving it all they had. It's just, you know, that. Um, and sadly for Redick, I forgot to mention it. He becomes the first person to win the first stage at the track and not win the race. Positive to note, it was his fifth and sixth stage win. Those points are going to come in handy in a couple months. So good thing he has them. I think it's really, yeah. And again, I think he'll do, you know, he's going to surprise some people this year, even though look what he did last year. Like, look what he did before he got to the Cubs. There's like, he was very, very, you know, talented behind the wheel of anything. You know, it's just astronomical how good he is. You know, and now it seems like the equipment and all that is, you know, finally catching up there for RCR. I mean, it's been a couple of years. Uh, I think they got the right fit there with Reddit because I think, he, you know, hell of a driver and, you know, a good talent to have to help develop, you know, the program and make it better. Because none of them will, no one should deny that Childress was down for, you know, a good amount of time there. And is it good? For, and it's really a good, good for the sport to see them back up and at least, you know, being competitive at races besides like, you know, restrict the plates. I want to see them, you know, hold on. We'll see what, you know, it's still early with everything, but I'm really excited to see what they're going to do because I think them getting better is great for everyone. There's a lot of people that are doing that before we get to that list though, I will say seeing Mark Martin in the booth, that was phenomenal. I mean, I'm an old, you know, NASCAR fan. So I love Mark Martin and there's something about the enthusiasm and passion and love for all of this that he has. Like, 
really good to see him there. Uh, really insightful. Hopefully they get him in, you know, booth, like booth, booth, like for a whole race or something, just to give his insight on all that. Cause he's still there and he still has so much passion and love for it. And it was very exciting to see him there. When I looked up one, hmm, I know that voice. And then they finally showed him. So it was cool to see that. Uh, and then back on to everything else. I mean, Christopher Bell, Chris Busher, Brad, they all go wango, bango. And go out around because of flats, uh, Busher and Brad. I really don't know how Brad didn't get just T-boned by Denny. I mean, he just barely missed him, but they had some spots. Uh, Byron, during the caution, lost 16 spots in the pits. After Busher's spin, like, again, people were spinning all over the place. Uh, Bubba, no higher than 19th or 20th, like the entire first two stages, which isn't good. But again, look what Kurt did after he had to start in the back. He was right up there. So, yeah, just saying, I called it. Hopefully Bubba gets his stuff together and worries more about racing because right now, same equipment. Kurt's making him look very bad. And I really did respect the hell out of Bubba. And he only worried about racing. So, well, like I say, but, you know, Kurt's showing you what those cars can do. And I think that and his talent, obviously, you know, experience and all that, but everyone's in a new car together. I mean, kind of levels the playing field, but he's out there just killing it. Good for him. Uh, I think back to the sport thing when I said RCR looking good, you know, better and improving. And Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick were up there and competitive, regardless of people spinning and wrecking out. Eric Jones running good, and that's good. That couldn't tell you what his teammate was doing. Nothing, by the way, because Ty Dillon. Well, we all know how I feel about him and his talent level, and they shouldn't have a ride. But there he was. Daniel Suarez up there looking good the whole race. Like, regardless of people wrecking and all that, he looked good. You know, and all, you know, Chris Busher was up there looking good. Like, these were all really good things that, you know, I think are a good sign for, yeah. For the sport and for the new car, um, which is really, you know, like levels out the playing field. I mean, those guys were up there. I mean, really, the biggest wreck we had was Bubba hitting, you know, getting into Brad, and that took out Brad, you know, Cindric, Harrison, Burton, and you know, Bubba obviously, like it took them out. But even with like, you know, Reddick and Byron, which I still don't understand how that would even happen, but there weren't a lot of cars that, you know, weren't there, and those guys. We're up there the whole entire time, which is good. It's a good sign for the car. It's a good sign for the sport when people, and everyone can run competitive, really, is what I should say. Like when everyone, and look at the, look how good Stuart Haas looked. I mean, look at Almirola was up there. Harvick was up there. And look at the struggles they had last year. Yeah, that was a, that was a rough, rough year to be a Stuart Haas guy. They just weren't looking good and they were up there in the thick of things i think they're going to slowly come on uh it's just really really good for everyone actually um but and daniel henrick was up there too i mean before i forget to mention him he was up there yeah but austin dillon eric jones daniel suarez daniel henrick like all these guys up there and competitive uh it's fantastic for the sport you know, they're doing good things and 
I'm excited about that. And that's all it can come down to. Other little things from the race, you know, like Kyle Busch keeping his cool after you having the problems at the beginning. He got his, you know, back on the lead lap with five to go. You got to pick up you know, a few more spots there. I thought really good again, you know, it's good for, you know, when stuff like that, and like it shows you the maturity that he had, but he didn't blow a gasket. He just stayed calm, finally got it back, took him all race, but he got it back. Yeah, which is good. And really does. I mean, he had his problems. Kurt had to start in the back for, you know, had to do the pass through when he came through. So that wasn't a good thing at all. But he, look at him. He held on, had a good run. Kyle Larson started in the back and having to change, I believe it was a fuse or something, an electrical component. And they did early morning warm-ups for the cars. Something didn't seem right. They changed it. He started back. He came up to win, which is great to see. Like, really, really, really good to see. You know, that many people, like, just either being in trouble, adversity, car issues, starting in the back, like, and see so many of them up there. And guess what? Guy started in the back one, guy that did the pass through did, you know, good. Kyle had his problems early. He came back, got on the lead lap. Like, it was a good good thing all around uh great race to the end with you know kyle larson but look at what i mean he was up there with eric jones austin dillon and daniel suarez and i believe logano was fifth but like eric jones austin dillon daniel suarez have you ever heard of them like right up there in the top five you know challenging for a victory so that was really really a good thing and again hemrick was up there i mean there's nine different teams in the top 10 which is great like seeing that much diversity up there and a lot of it, people that were up there regardless of, of all the wrecks like austin dillon was up there eric jones dennis Suarez, like they're pretty much up there the whole entire race which you know you could say they say those things that like restrictor plate tracks you know people come and go with the great you know equalizers that but them holding on and being up there that whole time i hope it keeps happening i think it was fantastic and it's really really super exciting for me now the non-exciting part of all this before i wrap it up is all people's heads exploding over the chase elliott kyle larson thing i don't know why chase gets so much heat i mean like he was in high school and he was still a senior and he won the xfinity series title in darlington in his first try and like who does that like i don't know why all the hate on him all the time some of it it is deserved but and the Dawsonville, like, you know, fire hall pool, whatever, yeah, tweeting out about, you know, Kyle having to wreck him. Like, it's amazing how much people are, you know, freaking out, you know, about the whole entire thing. Like, the way Kyle moved up the track there really honestly didn't look like he knew he was there. Like, he came up, up, and... You know, really just looked like a rate like they're not gonna wreck each other. Like they have too good of a thing going there. They all like they are not gonna intentionally take like each other out at Hendrick, you know. And he, he swung away up to the wall like he was trying to make his line into the turn so he wasn't way down there. So we got the angles and all that right. Um, you know, I don't think he knew it was there. It's funny how the world's freaking out, you know, over that. All of his fans are losing their mind. Well, let's not talk about how. You know, before that, we saw Chase block Alex Bowman into the wall. Like, he did pretty much the same exact thing. Funny. Like, no one, none of them are 
mentioning that or remembering that fact like they did that. Like he did the same thing to Bowman earlier. And Bowman didn't come up the track. And yeah, like he did to Kyle. Kyle went to lap him. He went and ran him all the way down the track instead of just letting him go by. And I have a problem with that. That's what I have a problem with, with all of that. Is he didn't need to act like a punk like that. He didn't. We all know it. Him running him down the track like that. He's trying to get by him when he's leading. But it was a racing incident. Like how often do those guys actually, you know, have things like that happen? You know, and again, everyone jumped on, you know, all of that, but everyone completely, you know, forgot about Chase doing it to his other teammate. You know, like I just, there's so much flack. Um, and I'm normally on Chase's side of the lottery, but him driving Kyle all the way down almost into the grass. And he tried to lap him like I had a problem with that. You know, that's not good. That's going to cause more problems. Because again, to me, I've seen a lot of racing. He swung up there way too fast and way too wide to know that he was ever there. He was worried about the guy directly next to him, not the guy that was like three lanes above him that he probably didn't even know was there. And again, it's a racing incident. Like, I'm sure everyone saw like everyone's heads exploding over it. And that's pathetic and stupid. And, you know, it just makes me scratch my head because I don't understand how any of that can happen. And, you know, the big, you know, finish for the race, though, I mean, like them having that many cars, all of that, you know, the restarts were as crazy like we expected. There was some single file, but there wasn't a lot just because of tires and all. They didn't have a lot of, you know, long runs. It was a bunch of short runs. Yeah, so... That kept it interesting. That kept a lot of people there. But even the little teams that stayed up to what the pit stops were doing good. Like there's a good level right now, it seems, from that across all the cars and teams have, you know, are in there and caught up. And so far, granted, it's all fresh. And we know some one or two teams is going to figure it out and just start ticking them off. Like we've seen before, but right now everything's still good. And that, you know, hopefully that keeps everything moving in the proper direction. Cause that's what we need. Like is that many people like diff- different teams in there to make the racing actually mean something. Cause it's not just one person running away with it now. So hopefully it stays this way. We all know it's probably not. There's going to be some teams that, you know, fall off because teams are going to figure some stuff out, but you know, I really can't complain all that much about it. Like it was really, really, good stuff um we have to figure out something to do about you know that tire situation again you know Goodyear only recommends the low it doesn't mean that you know they're going to listen to that and you know I don't want NASCAR to step in there and get in there oh yeah teams though I mean how many cars got spun out and things you know mangled because they were going you know running them so low in the surface the bumps like all that pressure on just beats them up uh you know that's the big takeaway, but you know, I don't, I don't think any of us want NASCAR to get involved and be like, no, really, you're doing it this way. Like, cause that's not going to be good for anyone either. You know, there's just gotta be something that the teams do. And I think it was a shame where they said they ground down the bumps. Please enlighten me where you ground anything down. Cause you saw those guys slamming. Um, I mean, they were slamming, slamming, but you know, overall though, I give it a good weekend for nascar and a good you know weekend overall for racing and can't forget you know f1 can't go without saying anything about those guys for the originally you know canceling the russian you know gp this year 
now they've completely terminated the contract. So it's completely off of you know the schedule altogether with Russia. So that happened, you know, and the way things are going, I mean, did happen like it had to happen, I think. Um, but that's really good. Now, at least they did something. But even with that, like, it was a good weekend overall. I'm really excited for the stuff to come. Uh, get to see what the new cars do at Vegas this week, amongst other series going. But we get to see what the new cars do. That's really the big exciting one to me is just to see what happens with the car. Because, again, Daytona is one thing. Then you go to Auto Club, which then over to Vegas, which is, again, completely different again. And then they go to Phoenix, which is completely different from all that. Like, So we get to see it in all these different things, and I'd like to see what, how it's going to react. You know, just, again, with this type of track and all that, I think it could be really, really cool. Um, it'll be, again, it'll be something that we learn. Yeah, you know, we're going to learn a lot this weekend. Just, again, see what the car does on these types of things. So I'm really excited about all of that, and I'm excited about everything that happened. I thought it was really, really Overall, like I might say, Auto Club 2022 weekend in the title, but you know, I mean, look at everything we mentioned. You know, we did mention Xfinity in the Cup Series, but we got the Firestone GP St. Petersburg, we got Supercross, we got AMS Oil Championship Snowcross. And that was just stuff I caught. I mean, Moline One was on again. They showed that race. Like there was a lot of good stuff on though, and everyone should make sure you check it out and look. Let's go to the racing thing. Everyone has one somewhere, and see when you. Supercross, Arena Cross, the X Prix series, IndyCar, like F1 doing track time stuff. Like there's a lot of good stuff out there. And I really think everyone should make sure they go out of the way to look at it. And you got to look at those weird channels like CBS Sports. At least it's a weird channel to me, the CBS Sports Network and CNBC, which I didn't expect to see. But there's a lot of good racing out there. And yeah, I'm really excited to see what that, you know, Snowcross, you know, to learn more about that and keep going with that. But I'll be back tomorrow. We'll be joined by Walter to give a weekend preview and just talk about all kinds of stuff like we did last week, Talk Shop. Hopefully you guys you know, enjoyed that because it's going to happen every week, allegedly. And it was just an overall good time for me. Like, I enjoyed it. So that being said, I'm going to jump off. Please make sure, again, follow along and make sure your you know, notifications are on on you know, all the platforms to listen to it on. You know, Anchor, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Like, so you know when they come on Apple Podcasts, they come on way quicker than Google. Everything comes online way quicker than Google Podcasts for some reason, but those are there. The videos are on Facebook. Yeah. The videos are on YouTube and Rumble. I share the one, I'll share the ones on Fridays with Chuck and whenever I do something with someone on the Facebook page. I just don't want to fill up the whole feed with, you know, a million different things from every episode, but they're there. So you can follow along on YouTube and Rumble if you'd prefer to watch the videos. But Hopefully you enjoyed it. Comment, let me know what you think and, you know, and share it out because you're sharing it out to, you know, your feeds, groups, who knows, whatever you do it to gets more eyes and ears on it. And that helps everything. So I'll be back tomorrow morning. Had a real good time. We're going to give a preview for this weekend coming up and yeah, God knows what else we're going to talk about, but it's going to be fun. So until tomorrow, my friends, be good to each other. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.